what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Brothers in Tech is a weekly podcast focused on personal and home technology, helping provide you, our fellow brothers and sisters in tech, with some information, assistance, and recommendations. There is no shortage of news content for our consumption and no shortage of methods for consuming it. However, the brothers believe that there are some apps or services that are better suited than others for you to access quality information. So with an expert on communication by our side, the brothers discuss their suggestions and their must-haves for apps and services to help you take hold of your news intake. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Brothers in Tech here on the Mesh.tv ongoing podcast talking about home, family, personal technology, and helping those of you that may be the go-to IT person in your own family, uh, helping you get stronger and more knowledgeable in the tech area, maybe also being a good resource for those of you that are the ones calling those other family members for questions and help. Maybe we can help you be a little more self-sufficient going forward. My name is Alan Jackson, one of the two, actually three brothers in tech you're going to meet in this Mm -hmm. episode. Uh, On the other side of the webcam from me here is Brian Jackson, my natural born brother. Brian, how you doing? Man, I'm I'm not doing too well today. Um, Really? No, actually, I just I always say I'm doing well, so I thought I'd shake it up a little bit. I'm doing fine. You did doing fine. Threw me off for a second. Yeah, no, I'm doing I'm doing okay. I'm. I'm excited uh, for another episode. It feels like uh, I don't know, not that long ago that I saw you across the screen, and uh, and uh, excited to to chat with you. Family, good. Everybody's good. Yeah, everybody's okay. good. Yeah. Everybody's good. We're uh, we're in the midst of um, you know we've got uh, of the three boys right now. Two of them are in college and pursuing their their stuff. The third one is now applying to go and leave us early. Um, I don't blame going them. to. Going to two years of high school at School of the Arts, possibly, is what they're trying. Yeah. And uh, yep. so my wife and I are going ahead and trying to get used to the idea that we may be empty nesters a couple years ahead of schedule. So yeah. I don't know how that's going to go. Well, every time years. I talk to your, you know, your sons and I just keep telling them, get out, get out. Yeah. So yeah, they I can are, see how this is they're happening. They're desperately <laughs> trying. I don't know why. They, they keep saying, Dad, we've just, we've got to get out of here. So uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, no, anyway, but everybody's good. Everybody's good. fine. Yeah. I'm happy with that. Um, well, that's I good. We just family. caught up on our family. So that's good. Yeah, your family's good. good oh, 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 you want to ask about mine too? Okay. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm, I'm good. Thank you. Yeah. That's, I understand that's the, that's the thing you're supposed to do when somebody <laughs> asks about you. You're uh, supposed to reciprocate and ask about them. So happy to be here with you, Alan. So happy. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm really happy the brother. fact that we actually have another brother here. So. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, he's joining us again. If you listened last week, you heard us uh, have him with us, and it is our again brother from another mother. Uh, guy we both grew up with, known for a good while, but uh, is just as much of a tech fan as we are. Uh, John Mims, he's a professor at High Point University, and uh, John, we're happy to have you here with us again. Hey, th- thanks for having me again, guys. Um, you know, I'm I'm glad that you know I broke the internet with the last episode, and yep, so many people did. downloaded yep. it. Yeah, but you guys decided to have me back. So, yep. really yes, that. servers crashed. I mean, it was it was bad, but yep. we're going to roll the dice and have you on again, just it's to kind of yeah, yeah. It's so it was huge. good. We need the numbers. Is what it is. We need the numbers, <laughs> and we thought, how do we get the numbers? 
Got to bring back Mims. Got to bring back Mims. Mims is the key. I'm offering extra credit to my students to uh, listen to the podcast. And so, you know. Oh, you do that uh, as well? uh, Yeah, 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 20 points for, uh, you know, and and there's a quiz at the end, you know, but that's, uh, you know. Perfect. I'll say, well, oh, that, okay. that's good. You take it a little further than I. I just, I just give them extra credit for downloading it. I don't actually make them listen to it. I just want, I just want the numbers of downloads. <laughs> well, I think what we're learning right now is that if we ever want to increase our downloads, we just keep every week inviting more and more college professors, professors yes. who can require yes. downloads as part of their uh, requirements. Although you, we keep coming to small college professors, we need to go to like big college professors that have hundreds and hundreds of students, I, right? Have you seen the number? High Point University is. Well, a, no, a, I, no, I get that. But it's, it's a, yeah, we got to keep, now, so. keep jacking it up here. So, yeah. well, guys, <laughs> all right, this is also fitting to have John here because, you know, John, you are a professor at High Point University and you're in the areas of public relations and social media. And that was kind of one of the reasons we wanted to talk a little bit today about news. Um, you know, it's no secret that, you know, people are, are, are tending to get their news from a lot of different sources mobile devices, computing devices being one of those more readily available ones. We're going to talk about those news apps and services, but we just want to kind of give a little bit of an overview and primer on kind of where the world of viewing and reading news is these days and, and what's going on. And we thought, well, John, this is come some of the stuff you teach and you uh, educate and work with. So uh, we, we hope you can regale us with your knowledge in this area and, uh, as we can <laughs> I, talk a little bit about, about news here in the I, I the shall put on my... Uh my hat and a uh, mortarboard and tassel, you know, and, and she'll begin, but, uh, no, it, you know, what, what's amazing is this, this scares, this scares the heck out of me. Uh, okay. there's a, a report that came out in the beginning of this year that 36% of adults, now these aren't kids, adults are getting their news primarily from Facebook. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and, and, and so now that, and that's a problem or what? <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what happens is that uh, with Facebook, Facebook has this nice algorithm that, that we, you know, we, we know some about, but I mean, a lot of it's kind of a, a secret. I mean, it's a trade secret, but mm-hmm. it, when you like something, Facebook says, oh, okay, um, Alan likes this. Let's show Alan more stuff that he likes. And so what happens is if Alan likes a news article about uh, the earth being flat, the mm-hmm. next thing Alan gets are more articles about the earth being flat. And the next thing you know, you're Kyrie Irving. <laughs> <laughs> but because, and you're not getting a paycheck, right? Very nice. But. Yeah. But, but no, but, but you're, you're basically what happens is your news is based on what you like and it, doesn't give you the, in a lot of cases, the other side, because what the other thing that's happening in our news is that news outlets are catering to specific audiences. I mean, and that's not, that's not necessarily new, but what's happening is we're, we're actually starting to recognize it. So, I mean, you know, a big picture we see, you know, like Fox news typically caters to conservative uh, CNN more to a liberal crowd. I mean, and and that's kind of the big picture, but that actually, there are a lot more details. I mean, it, it goes a lot more, um, it, it go, goes to a lot more specific news type things, types of news that people get. And so when we get our news from a place like Facebook, for example, that chooses based on what we like, then we're only going to get one type of news. We're not going to see the other types of news. And yeah. so, 
Yeah. You know, as we talk about these aggregators, they do a really good job of giving me the news that I want to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that always, but that's not necessarily yeah, all yeah. the news I need to have. Right. That's very because true, that man. doesn't make me a very informed consumer. Um, and so, you know, that's Apple does, or well, uh, Apple news gives me a great, does a great job of telling me all the news about Apple computers. PCs can have the best tech out there. I'll never know about it yeah. because yeah, I don't, that's true. I mean, I, cause I don't ever see anything about that because you didn't click a button saying, Hey, go ahead and give me information about this or news articles about this topic as well. You pick the topics you're interested in and that's now what's going to be driven to you primarily. Um, so John, I'm just curious. I mean, before we kind of talk about specifics about some of the programs, but going back to your note about Facebook, uh, and I think I know the answer to this, but why is it that, that, so many people are using Facebook, a app that was really designed for sharing and connecting with people. Why, 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 why do you feel like that has just become such a prominent news source for people now? I mean, is it, is it people switching out news there or is it just that they happen to already be there and that's now where news can funnel to them? You know, well, you know, Facebook at its core is really about sharing information. I mean, and, and that's and, and what in the beginning it was about, me sharing, you know, pictures of my kids as they were born and I share it with my parents. Well, you know, in a a lot of cases, yeah, okay. I'll get a lot of likes whenever I share a picture of my kids where I can get more likes is in sharing something that's controversial. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, and and one of the things that, that you learn in communicating, if, if you have a little bit of controversy, it, it will breed more viewers and readers. And so, mm-hmm. you know, we, we see a lot of a lot of news articles that are, we call them clickbait, which are the headline is so inflammatory that you just got to click to see what they're talking about. Well, I mean, yeah. we actually do that within our own news feeds because we want people to read our stuff. I mean, there, there, there are a lot of studies about how we are physically um, satisfied by getting likes on Facebook and Instagram and et cetera. Um, and so, you know, for a lot of people, the way they do that is by sharing news that might be controversial or that might, that they think that their um, friends will agree with. Mm-hmm. And so and, and what happens is because of that algorithm, you know, basically I'm seeing the news whether it's news from a news source or news about somebody's family from the people that I typically agree with. Yeah. Hmm. And so, so it's, a, it's almost like a version of groupthink. I mean, it's this idea that, it, you know, like we used to say like in a, in a workplace or other communal group where if you're surrounding yourself with people that are all saying the same thing, then you obviously are going to start saying the same thing as well, because that's the people you're around. That's the ones who are feeding you this, this information. Um, that, exactly. We call it the echo chamber. Yeah. So that, and that's really all it is. It's, you know, I mean, I, if I say something and you agree with me, well, then I must be right. Mm, um, right. It doesn't matter that I'm a moron and you're a moron and all of our <laughs> friends are morons and the people who really know what they're talking about aren't seeing our stuff to tell us, Hey, you guys are, are morons. Yeah. yeah so right. you know, that's, uh, that's, that's so, the challenge with news and social media. News and social media. So, so then as we look at to like a, what we call an aggregator and uh, okay, let's say, let's say we're, 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 let's say we can get past the idea of using Facebook as our news source. Let's say if somebody's saying, look, I do want to try to find news. I really want to see 
news from sources I can kind of trust and I want to have a more uh, a more direct news feed to me, you know, there are services out there now that allow you to kind of take these different news sources and, and it's called aggregation, this idea of taking, if there's 20 different news sources that you might read from, it brings them all together into one interface, one tool, one service, one place to see them. On the surface, that sounds really good. That sounds like, hey, I'm being a smarter news reader because I'm going to use an aggregator and I'm going to get it from a lot of different sources. My guess is, to kind of stay on the same topic, that that's still not 100% foolproof yet uh, because there's still some select self-selection of, of the things you want to see and hear going on, right? Uh, most certainly. Well, I mean, I, I use um, the Apple News. And so okay. you, I select the topics I'm most interested in. So, um, uh, you know, I'll pick, you know, tech, you know, a little bit of politics, mm-hmm. sports, you know, the, the, the big, I, I really am a news junkie. So, yeah. you know, I'd, I actually like to choose um, news outlets that cater to the different political spectrums just to see how mm-hmm. they compare to one another. Mm-hmm. Sure. But a lot of people don't do that. I mean, I, yeah. don't, I don't think that, you know, they would choose the, um, the news outlet probably that would carry their, their political views. Yeah. And so there again, I mean, you know, it really does narrow down what they see. Now, what's the difference between using an aggregator and only going to Fox or only going to MSNBC? You know, what's the difference between doing it that way? And there's really isn't one. The difference is that the aggregator is going to pull those things. But it, it'll also occasionally throw in something from maybe an, a news outlet that you don't necessarily select. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, you know, there, there is the benefit there, but I, I'm sure, you know, not knowing how they use their algorithm, I'm sure that it has to do with the number of people that actually read stories. They probably yep. test some stories. You know, here, we'll give this to, you know, 200,000 people. And if, you know, some of them read it, then we'll add it to another 300,000 more. But, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's really hard to say because we don't know how that aggregator works. Uh, right. And shouldn't we also kind of clarify between aggregator and curator, right? I mean, there's a difference between aggregator, meaning they're bringing lots of things in together, not just, you're not just going to CNN.com and reading only CNN stuff. You're getting Fox, CNN, you know, AP News, Washington Post, all of these things together. But curator, that's, that's where I think it gets a little bit questionable, right? Curating is when somehow it's tweaking what it thinks you want to see or you need to see. Right. And that's that's always been kind of the the piece about a lot of these news services is our news uh, aggregators is like, hey, we curate really, really well. I mean, uh, you know, uh, Apple News right up front was like our curation is super good and that we understand what it is that you need to see. Right. And but but then anytime you get a chance to curate what you're seeing, you're also going right back to the Facebook issue, which is, am I just creating an echo chamber? Right. Which I think is one of the challenges of all of this. Right. Well, and, 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 and quite frankly, we can't have just curate or, or just aggregated news. There's too much out right. there. I mean, we did, right. there's just so much stuff that would be interesting to us. So we, we have to narrow it down. The question is, you're right is how is it narrowed down? And in a lot of ways, we don't know. I mean, and that's yeah. the, the reality yeah. of it. I mean, there, there are different things that happen. I mean, even Google searches, there are questions about, you know, why is this Google search giving me this response instead of this one? Is it based on somebody at Google making a decision? Well, I mean, you know, the, the same can be said about a lot of these news aggregators. Why are they 
giving more points to this article by this reporter as opposed to this article by this reporter. So, you know, it, it really is, um, there are a lot of challenges there. And, you know, it, it's, uh, I do like the fact that in a lot of cases, um, especially with Apple News, it will try to give me, like if I've chosen a bunch of different outlets, it'll actually give me from a bunch of different outlets. I mean, it'll choose yeah. from those outlets. It won't really go heavy on one or the other. Yeah, and I, I, th- I appreciate that because that's really what I want. Um, and, yeah. and part of that could maybe the reason that happens is because I'll click on stories from different uh, news sources mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. 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 And to me, I think that's what's really key about all of these is if you get if you can get a, a news aggregator or curator you know, and or curator <clears throat> that actually gives you things from lots of different places, but gives you things that you're willing to click on, regardless of who's writing it regarding where it's coming from and saying, that's the information I want to learn about, right? Then I think that's really helpful. I would say, John, you know, going back to your question of like, you know, can you actually have an aggregator, you know, that's not curated? And and that's probably true, right? But let's think back a little bit to where we used to get our news, right? We used to get our news on the local news channel. And that was, that was usually, I mean, not necessarily all the case, all the time, but that was non-political for the most part. It was like, okay, we're just giving you the big news, giving you the big ideas. And then I'll, you know, then we, then we got competitive competing news sources. And then we got to the point where now giving one news, you know, article is actually inflammatory to another group. And so therefore what you're looking for is rather than looking for the competing ideas, you're looking for the inflammatory, the, the way the art, the way you can get the argument for your particular point, right? And I think that's where a lot of people have gotten to. So, you know, my big thing with news is has recently been I I would like to find sources that will do a good job of giving me variety and and allow me to choose the topic, not necessarily the sources. Right? I want someone to choose the t- you know, I want to say technology, politics, uh sports, and I want to see a lot of different viewpoints on those things, but not being able to say, I want CNN or I want Fox or I want this, because that starts to to put me down a rabbit hole, right? Which I'm a little bit concerned about. Well, it, the other problem with news is that there's so much of it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it, it's, uh, it, you know, you, you think about when we were talking about the local news, we had 30 minutes of national news. With Tom, well, actually, it started at six, didn't it? With the local news, mm-hmm. and then yep. at six thirty, we 6:30. had Tom Brokaw or Dan Rather or Peter Jennings giving us thirty minutes of national news. Now, I mean, in this moment, we I've got what five channels of you know BBC, CNN, MSNBC, yep. Fox News, um, CNN headline news. I mean, you know, yeah. at Fox. But, I mean, there are tons of these channels. And they have to fill all this, inf- you know, all that time with news. And yeah, so in a lot of cases, yeah. it becomes opinion mixed in with the news. And so that's yeah. where it becomes problematic. But yeah. that's a the problem is that we, we have to create so much of it and they have to get people to listen to it, and read it yeah. or watch yeah. it. Yeah. So that's so you're right about the inflammatory. That's the only way that will the only reason that we want to read something is because we want to either be made happier or angrier. That's yeah. really how yeah. the news wow. affects us. That's very true. 
Well, that's really the reason I think all those media sources and all that inf- that that just over uh, propagation of news is why a service like I remember the first aggregator um uh, where you were, what was the other word we were using um curator 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 mm-hmm. service that I can remember kind of signing up for was Flipboard. Yeah. I remember when Flipboard came around it was like Okay, so this is kind of cool. Instead of me going to each website of a news source and reading, I can actually just you know follow them through a single app and service to use. And Flipboard was pretty great for that. I remember really getting into Flipboard and saying, all yep. right, here I'm following you know, 12 different news sources and I've chosen all the topics I like. And it's showing me the nice assortment of those news items every day. Every time I go to the app, it would update with some newer news items and mm-hmm. show me which ones I've read, which ones I haven't read. And that's, I think that's where it first got me into this idea of, okay, there's, there's an easier way to start digesting news. Um, what I didn't realize it was doing, I think, is what we've already been talking about, is that it was kind of learning what I liked and responded to and making sure that I saw more of that mm-hmm. as we went along. So that's um that's important to note. But Flipboard was probably the first place I remember really seeing that news kind of come together in one place. Is that yeah? Uh, did did what did you guys have experience with any other news service like that, or was that uh, kind of an early I, one too? I did use Flipboard a little bit. I mean, for a long time, I really just went to the different websites because yeah, I, okay. I I wanted to look at the the different things. Because I also like comparing. To me, in, in a lot of cases with news. Um, there, there's not bias necessarily in the news story itself. I mean, unless it's an opinion piece, which is completely different. Sure. But in the news story itself, there, there, in, in a lot of cases, there's not as much bias. Where there is bias is what one outlet chooses to cover relative to another outlet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's to me when I would look at different outlets. You know, oh, this outlet's covering this, and this one's completely ignoring it. And yeah. so to me, that was where it was interesting. And aggregators and curators don't necessarily show me that this one's covering this and this one is not. Cause I think in a mm-hmm. lot of cases that, that to me is almost as interesting as the news itself. Um, yeah. but the, uh, you know, it, for those curators, it's, um, it, you know, I, I think the other thing we have to discuss is, you know, we, th- this is really what we want as people. I mean, we, <laughs> I mean, we're, we're talking about, you know, wow, it's really awful because we're creating this uh, echo chamber. <laughs> well, we kind of want that. Right. That's kind of yeah. what we're asking for. I mean, I only want to see stuff about things that I care about from people yep. that I care about, about yep. people that I care about. So, Well, I got into a little bit of an argument with somebody just the other day talking about news and the state of news today. And, you know, they were just complaining about how, well, you know, all these news channels, it's all opinion pieces and it's all talking head personalities spouting off their opinions. I said, well, I mean, the fact of the matter is that's what people want to watch. That's what gets the ratings. So if the ratings were not high for those shows, they would not have those types of shows. But they have those shows because the ratings are high for them because people want to watch those. So it is a – you're right. It is giving us what we want as a society for better or for worse. And, uh, you know, I mean, there, they're well within their right yeah, to, to run when, a business that way. So When you turn on the – whenever you turn on those news outlets at 8 o'clock at night, it's all opinion. Yeah. Completely opinion. I mean, that's all it yeah. is. It is, yeah. it is no longer news. It is yeah. news opinion, which is completely different. That's where a lot of people get confused too, because they don't know the difference between news and news opinion. And yeah. that, I mean, that's okay. That's, that's not necessarily their job to understand that. Right. It's also the news job 
it's the news outlet's job to explain to, to us, hey, this is opinion. This isn't news. So, but that's, yeah. that's where you that's know, really I'll, I'll, cl- I'll climb off my, uh, journalism uh scholar soapbox for a moment and uh no no that's this is great because it's <laughs> a, kind of a good setup to kind of keep these things in mind because if we mention the you know any news service i mean apple news has already come up a couple times in our conversation i think at least a couple of us use apple news as kind of one source of where we read news it's still remembering that there's all these factors still in the background that that are at play you're not turning on apple news and saying i'm going to get the most unopinionated clearest view of all the news stories out there on this topic that I can use to evaluate and determine. It's not going to happen. It is going to be mm-hmm. skewed by your own personal preference and your own yep. uh, channels you wish to listen to. So talking about those, let's, let's, let's go ahead and just kind of mention a couple of these news services or news. I, I keep using the word aggregators, but I understand you guys have got me thinking more about curation as well. But um, you know, what people may be finding to use as their news source when they go to somewhere on their mobile device or a computer as a one-stop shop to get news. Yeah. Um, Alan, let me, let me, let me start with one because you guys have already mentioned it and it's one that I just recently went back to, which is Flipboard. Um, Early on, that was what I was using. I thought it was great. And, but the, the main reason I thought it was great was because of the navigation. And one of the things I think still think it's fantastic is the, the idea behind Flipboard Right. And, and getting away from what the news is, the idea of being able to flip through things easier, almost as if you're flipping through a, a, the old newspaper and going to the next page and seeing, oh, I want to go to the top of the page. Let me swipe down. Oh, I want to go down here. I'm going to swipe you know, up and be able to go to a different piece. I think the navigation of Flipboard was really, really great. I think they did a nice job of that. Um, recently, I went back to it, uh, one, because I was with Apple News for a while, tried a, a trial of that went away from it simply because I'm not subscribing to it anymore. But, um, but Flipboard is still a, a, a really nice uh, version. The way they curate things in terms of viewing them, I think is really great. Visually, it's very, it's exciting. You can kind of see it almost like a magazine, be able to flip through. Uh, and I will say with Flipboard, the only thing that I've ever done to curate my news on there. I've never done anything. I think they've got like little hearts you can put next to stories if you like them. I've never done any of that other than going in at the initial part and saying, I like technology. I like sports. I like uh, politics. I like local. I like this, that initial setup. And then I'm assuming it still will curate based on maybe which articles I actually spend time on. I'm sure all of them Mm -hmm. do that. Um, but I think Flipboard is still great, and it's one that I just recently, in the last two days, went back to uh, trying again. Uh, and uh, and so I think that's one for people that uh, are interested in something a little bit more visually exciting, interesting. Uh, they have started a new channel just for photography, which I think is really where it can hit well because it is so visual, right? The way they have it set up is visually appealing. So they say here, we think you ought to come back to Flipboard and look at our photography section and everything's about photography, which of course, um, it's kind of nice to be able to flip through, uh, visually. So, so I'll just mention that one as a, another thing to, to, to look in for people. It's free. Uh, the, the one thing that on a lot of these aggregators that's kind of annoyed me over time is that more and more new services are pay services. And so what I want is I want a aggregator that if I get to an article that says, oh, sorry, you don't subscribe to the Washington Post, 
I want to very quickly say, don't show me any more from the Washington Post because I'm not ready to subscribe for it. That's what I want is so that I don't get this annoying like, oh, there's the clickbait. Go into it. Oh, you haven't subscribed. You got to pay for this. Now, is that meaning I'm curating myself out of some really good content? Probably. (laughs) But I also just don't want to pay uh, for a yeah. lot of news, you know, so that's something I'll throw out there is something I look at as a must have for my, my near news aggregators is the ability to be able to turn off things that I don't subscribe to. I, um, I am an Apple news reader. I think John, you were saying that that's, that's at least you have a subscription, you know, whether or not you use oh, yeah. it regularly. Or oh not, yeah. I but, use uh, it all the time. I do. That's to me, that's my quick hit. That's my, Hey, look, I just want to get a, a pulse on what's going on and kind of hit some quick articles. And that's what I use, mainly because I'm already subscribed to the rest of the Apple services and it came with it. So I'm all for if I get something bundled in with something else, I'm going to make every effort to try to use it and justify its existence. So um, Apple News, I'm happy with. I think it's gotten better since its introduction. Um, overall, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable and happy with you know, being able to read content on it and how I kind of go through some different articles. Um I don't do either, Brian, a lot of the liking and yep. any kind of feedback to the articles. Uh, again, I agree with you. I'm sure it's still noting everything I'm doing, but yep. I'm trying not to give any more direct feedback than I have to. Um, I will say it, it does bother me, the uh, the fact that even though I'm a paid Apple News member, there are still some content subscriptions that it will show in the feed that will lead me to a path where it will not let me like watch. Pay read wall, them right? Like, yeah. Yep. Which... Mm-hmm. Again, I agree with you. It'd be nice to kind of filter those out. Maybe there's a way. I'm just not aware of it. But I just assume don't tease me with a headline. Don't don't yep. t- show me if I really have no intention of subscribing to another newspaper at the moment right now. Yep. Um, so that would be nice to have a little more control over it so I didn't get blinded by those kind of articles. It sounds like that's pretty typical on other services right now it as is. well. So, um, But overall, the amount of content, I'm happy with the – variety of content I get. I'm very happy with the navigation and how well things work. And I like to be able to share uh, from the Apple news pretty easily using the typical Apple share functions of, you know, texting it to other people, uh, airdropping it to other people, all the things you can do that are really nice. Uh, I do like Apple news, but I admit I'm also probably a little biased just because I, I know I'm paying for it and I feel like I need to use it. So, uh, but but we're we're scripture. really not paying for it. That's the thing. I mean, because we're getting, we have all the other services. So for me, it's True. it feels free. I mean, but yeah, but I right. use it because it's a, it's a good tool. And now, have you used the um the audio the the audio playback for some of the articles? Because mm. like yes. you know, I drive about half an hour to work every day, and so sometimes I'll find an article that wow, this will take me a half an hour to read, or I can listen to it on the way to work, and that's. Some of those are really awesome. Oh, that's that's a lot yeah, of I have done that. Yeah. 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 And again, that's that's some of the things that Apple can really hone in on and make a, a kind of a really nice experience for for viewers. You're right. You're right. I, I, I don't feel like I pay for Apple News because my Apple subscription I mainly got because Apple Music. I've got a family of, of four and we all use Apple Music and music we all and watch iCloud, Apple TV which, which you and iCloud. Pay. I have a huge iCloud storage yep. for all of our backups. Mm-hmm. So when, once you start paying for that, yeah, Apple News was kind of a, well, here, it's part of the bundle, throw so in. might as well use it mm-hmm. type of thing. So you're right with that. So. so guys, let me let me throw in one more real quick and just to give love to the other side of the aisle. Um, for for probably the last six months or so, I've been using Google News. And what I what I will say I like about Google, well, here's, here's the thing I don't like about Google News, the app. 
right? One, it's free, right? It's great. And we know Google obviously is getting lots of information from you and, and being able to, to curate things in that way. But um, visually, it's not that exciting, right? It's very bland looking. Um, here's one thing that really is nice about it. So imagine you've got a, a, a feed in the morning, right? Where you pull up the app and you've got the headlines kind of in order, right? And it does. Here's the first headline. Here's the second headline all the way down. And you're scrolling down. And most of them are just one article. You know, here's the first article about, you know, what happened in White House yesterday. Here's uh, Colin Powell just, you know, passed away. Here's the next one, right? Mm-hmm. On down. And then you get down a little further and some of the articles are now scrollable left to right. And the way they're scrollable is many articles of the same topic. So this is the part that I really like. So I'm scrolling down and I get to, let's say it's about um, uh, some sort of military uh, in North Korea, right? There's some sort of North Korea article that's out. And now I'm I'm scrolling up to down and I get to that article and I scroll left to right and I see multiple news outlet versions of the same thing. So, which is kind of nice to say, okay, there's one, oh, flip, look, there's another one talking about the same thing. There's another one talking about the same thing. And they all kind of try to put them together to say, these are all about the same idea. So now if I was to do it correctly, I would probably read through three or four of them and say, let me look at different approaches or different views of the same thing. So uh, not to say I do that. I usually am a little lazy and maybe go to the first one or, or the one that looks a little bit more interesting as a title, but but I would say that that's, that's kind of nice. It's really easy also. There's the three dots next to each one of them that says, click and say, don't show me any more from this source or about this topic. If, for example, I go in and I it's a paywall, I'll just click and turn off the paywall and say, don't show me any more of those because I don't want to get frustrated getting to a particular paywall and then have to turn around. Yeah. So, so I'll say Google News is not bad. It's free for those who aren't paying for services and want something. Uh, if you're already a Google user, if you already realize that Google has all your information anyway, so you know maybe download that app and try uh, try that. It's a good way to get your, uh, your simple news. And it also has an email uh, subscription thing where you can say, send me the top news every morning to my email account. So I like that. I like when the service has the ability to give me the headlines give me too many emails. So it's the first thing I get to work and I can quickly scan the email, the headlines, the top 10, and then I can go look for more stuff. So now, now is that still in beta? Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> I, you, you know, you joke, but I, 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 yeah. I think it may be, I don't it, know. It, it, it very well could be. Here. It very well could be. I don't know. It's uh, it, I will tell you, it is not the most attractive app. It's not the most yeah. your user inter- the user interface is not the most attractive thing. So I would not be surprised, but it, but I've been using it now for about six months. Uh, like I said, I went back to Flipboard just recently for the, I don't know, the visual navigation is just so mm-hmm. nice within that app, mm-hmm. but and there's a lot of them. So, you know, Flipboard, Smart News, Pocket, which has its own unique thing, right, where you can save and be able to read offline and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, Pocket Pocket was kind of interesting. I did use Pocket for a while, but again, keeping in mind Pocket's not an aggregator as much as a – you find it. all your articles online and then you can save them into one place and it creates for you a very much a Flipboard type of Apple News type of environment of your, your articles you've saved. Which is good. That that actually probably is for a different type of person that says, look, I don't need somebody to tell me what news to read. 
Uh, I'm going to go out and find the news I want, but I want to have it all in one easy to digest place to read at my yeah. own leisure. And that's yeah. really what Pocket's so great for. Um, now I'll admit too, I, you know, I'm a Twitter user. I'm a, I'm a heavy Twitter reader and follower. And I do have a couple of, I have a, uh, actual list, you know, one of my Twitter lists I follow is just news sources. So then when I go to my news list, it's only just headlines, you know, from all these different news sources. Yep. That to me is like when you turn on the spigot, that's like, you know, okay, I don't, I don't <laughs> want to look at it in a nice magazine type format on Apple news. I just want to just open up the fire hydrant and let me just drink straight from it and just see all the news coming in right at the moment. It's also, if I want to look for something timely, um, yeah. if I'm looking at timely news, something that's happened like within hours, I'll typically will go to Twitter and use it as kind of my it's aggregated get published news quicker. filter yep. because I'm going to see it right away as opposed to a Apple news. It may be hours uh, before that nice articles written up about it and published yep. and, and propagated out. So, so, so on, an interesting bit about Twitter. Mm-hmm. So it, just so you know, 13% of users get their new or adults get their news from mm-hmm. Twitter. So yeah, you're yep. among them. Um, I am the, much uh, more in that camp than I am the Facebook by all means. I kind of block yeah. out all news sources on Facebook in general. So yeah, John, the, uh, do you remember the, the miracle on the Hudson where the, um, mm-hmm. captain Sully landed the airplane that actually was kind of a seminal point in Twitter's history because that was the first time that a live news story was really carried on Twitter. Hmm. And it was a guy that, that was on the ferry that was, when he saw the plane land on the Hudson and yeah. tweeted out that, you know, we're going to rescue these passengers crazy. And basically that was the start of mm-hmm. using Twitter to get news mm-hmm. like that. And uh, the challenge there, of course, you know, that is that, you know, at that point he was a reporter mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and using Twitter, we can all be reporters, I guess. And is that, <laughs> That may not necessarily be a good thing because if, you know, I mean, in this case, you know, there was no agenda to be had, you know, but if, what if there was, what if he hated the airlines for one reason or another Yeah. and, you know, his, his reporting of that incident could have been very different than what it yeah. was. And yeah. so, yeah, you're right. you know, that, that's, uh, that's another piece, you know, whenever you're, whenever you're, when you're reading from the New York times, the wall street journal, the New York, Washington post, et cetera. Those are paid, we think, professional reporters. Mm-hmm. Whereas if it's not, you know, if it's Facebook or Twitter, they could just be, it could be me posting yep. about whatever I want. And, you know, and we know actually how that's turned out because of the way that, you know, the, the way that there's a lot of fake news out there right now. And that's from, you know, people like you and me, yep. well, not like you and me, but people right. who don't have any, any business writing news, creating news. Well, it's almost reason. like, yeah, I think what's interesting too is, I mean, you talking about Twitter specifically, what I notice visually and mentally as I scan through Twitter is that solid news sources and those individuals who are now self-appointed reporters mm-hmm. have equal <laughs> visibility. You know, I'll be scanning through a Twitter feed and seeing a photograph that somebody posted up on their own with a their own headline, their own story they wrote, almost has visually as much weight and as importance as a 
CBS News headline thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd be a lot more conscious of what you're looking at because if you're just kind of consuming it all, it's very easy how that could start to shape the direction of the news you receive and the messages you get. Yeah. Um, there's been several times I've gone on Twitter to see about something that I know is just now happening. And the first early post I see about it, come to find out hours later, are very distorted on what really happened. But yet that was the ones that we saw first. And it's kind of what we remember or what we think about that event now. So, um, And that, I that particular Twitter. skewed yeah. version has now been shared one million times since then, yes. right? So I love Twitter, out, but you know. I do realize that I really only use Twitter for news. If I really want to hear something of the moment, what's happening right yep. now, and I want to see a lot of different activity around it. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's all good points, John, that we got to keep in mind with something like Twitter or Facebook or any of these places. Yeah. Well, and, and, and chances are some of the people that shared that news were other news outlets. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the yep. thing. It's yep. because of the competition to get the news out quickly. There, you know, before, you know, when, when I w- when I was in journalism school, you need to have three sources, three unrelated sources for anything that you print. Well, I mean, yeah, you don't have time for that anymore. They, I mean, they've got to get the news out because if they don't, you know, if if I as an individual break the news, it's still as valuable as if CNN breaks it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So CNN right. is racing me and I have no journalism ethics or, well, I mean, or, or in theory, I don't have any requirement for journalism ethics while CNN does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yep. so they're mm-hmm. racing it against me. And so that, wow. that creates a, a huge issue. I had never really thought of it in that terms, but wow, that you're right. I mean, that that's, it's kind of crazy all of a sudden. Cause yeah, there's times where I see a CNN or somebody else basically putting up the same content that another news source did or another place did. And yeah, there's no way they're getting three sources verification on these things in that time. So, yeah. wow. It has changed quite a bit of how we, how we see the news that we come across uh, for better or for worse. I'm still happy to know that I can get access to all these news sources so quickly and easily. But the downside is like you said, John, it's all the, you got to really be a little more careful about what you read and how you digest it. And, well, you, you need believe. to be willing to change your mind over time yeah. and recognize that the news that you get today may not necessarily be the same news as as more information becomes available. And yeah, so that's uh, you know, that, that's an important consideration to make whenever you think about news. Yeah. That's I mean, I think what I'm taking from all this is that we should just go back to watching cartoons and we should really Absolutely. stop looking at Done news and- at all. Okay. No, but let me let me bring up really quick. I mentioned this already, the idea of the kind of morning newsletter. This is one of the things that I've started doing more now recently is kind of getting, you know, what are the you know top 10 news items mm-hmm. delivered to me in the morning so that I can at least get a very quick scan of what's happening in the world. Um, and I think also going back to our, you know, previous discussion, potentially being a little bit more um, thought through (laughs) as to what's Mm -hmm. going to be put in that email, as opposed to like, oh, let's just, you know, spit, uh, you know, get the fire hydrant out, uh, fire hydrant out. But one of the things that I've started to listen to, Alan, I think I sent it to you, right? The morning brew, Mm -hmm. you you start using that one example of this Mm -hmm. where you subscribe to them. Of course, it is completely their curated decision as to what they're giving you. But to me, this has made a much more palatable version of the the news where in the morning I get up, I'm, I'm reading an email that has already been put together. 
It's already saying, well, here's some of the top news items of the day with links to other things. If you want to go read more more about it, you can do that with a decent little spin on it, you know, potentially a, a humorous spin on some of those things. And there's a bunch of these, you know, the uh, the skim, the need to know. They're basically news aggregators that are putting together information and sending it out to you via email as opposed to you going and having to search and find what's up to date, right? One of the things I struggle with is that idea of Facebook is like, if it's constantly coming in, it means that people constantly want to go and look for it, (laughs) which means we're constantly addicted to it, right? Whereas if I can start to get my, maybe I get my morning news delivered to me and my afternoon or evening news after work delivered to me. And if I know I'm going to get a pretty good, sandwich of news there and not have to worry about in the middle of the day, what's happening, what's happening, what's happening. Uh, I think it potentially makes my world a little uh, more enjoyable. So I've started to do that myself. I've started to get a email sent to me in the morning for some of these read through that, which is a more positive spin on the news. It's a lot of it's finance and, you know, Hey, here's kind of an interesting, you know, tidbit about today in history, that sort of thing. And then at the end of the day, when I'm coming home, I'm listening to maybe an NPR, maybe a BBC, you know, today in the news sort of thing. So at least I get the wrap up of what happened today. And uh, so I don't know, do you guys use either of those kind of ideas, the email, morning email, the, you know, afternoon kind of uh, recap of the day, John? Well, well, Apple has that kind of morning news Mm -hmm. digest. Mm -hmm. And so... It's got what is it, ten stories or so that I kind of scan yeah. through, you know, and and I tell you, talk about a rabbit hole. I mean, that's you yeah. could, that, that this morning I actually went down one of those rabbit holes. The next thing I know, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to get to get to work because they, you know, they, they do a good job. <laughs> my God, it's it's eleven o'clock in the morning and I haven't, I haven't left my PJs yet. <laughs> I had a but, class at eight eight a.m. God, I know more about the news than I've never known, but it. But they, they're again, they know what I like, and that's yeah. and it's yeah. based on not because I clicked like, it's because ah, oh, Mims clicked in on this story, he must like this. He spends and the time more on inform- that. the more yeah. I watch and the more I read, the more they kind of figure me out. And I mean, yeah. it's uh, and and they're all doing that. I mean, that's yeah. not to pick on Apple News by any means. Um, you know, I, I think that that's just and and there again, we, you know, we say this is a bad thing, but. But it may not be, you know, I mean, right. that's because that's what I want. And if it's news that I don't care about, then who wins? You right. Know, it, yeah, it's true. Alan, what about I, you? Uh, are you are you using that sort of thing? I, I get a news I, I get a news email in the morning and you know, kind of a digest from a couple of different places and just kind of scan through those. I typically try not to look at any more news the rest of the day, uh, but I do listen to like a it's like an NPR kind of news recap, yep. like 10, 10, 15 minute podcast on the way home in the yep. afternoon. Just yep. to me, that kind of works better for the flow of me. I don't want to like to hear the news in the morning on the podcast because kind of like to, I don't know, just have a nice, enjoyable way uh, drive into work. But on the way home, yeah, kind of get a, a sense of what's going on during the day in general, what happened yesterday. Yep. So, uh, yeah. So that's kind of my thing. And then I hop into Apple News sometimes, you know, at night if I'm just, it's kind of like, you know, if you're like the old stereotypical uh, guy comes home, has his pipe, kicks his shoes off and, <laughs> reading, the new- and reading the newspaper. That's kind of my flow on, you know, that's I'm at home. Yeah. I'm ready to relax. What, yeah, I'll read through. That's today? my Apple news reading yeah. at that point where I can 
especially I, I do have the subscription to let you do the magazines on Apple News as well. As part of that. And I do read a lot more magazine articles kind of in the evening where I want to dig deeper into a topic a little bit more. So yeah. Um, yeah. it's it's all good. I, I do think really quick, you know, I know, Brian, you mentioned a couple things that were features yep. for you. You felt yep. like were really kind important. of must-haves. And I do think it's important with any of these services. I mean, it has to be something that works for you, uh, both layout, navigation, how easy it is to get to the stuff. I mean, there's nothing worse than having a tool like this. It may have some great content, but it's really difficult to find what you're looking for or to read it or to enjoy it appropriately. So, yep. um, and like John mentioned, I really like those services that are doing more with audio versions of some of their mm-hmm. stories and other ways you can digest it than just reading text. Uh, many of them, including videos inside their stories now and just some different ways to, to absorb the story. So um, all that I think is really important, but yeah. Um, can I mention one more? Thing. Yeah, yeah, can ahead. I mention one more yeah. real quick? It's just having a reader view, having something where you can turn off the <laughs> the videos or the advertisements and be able to click and say, just give me the text, right? And having yeah, a really right. good version of that. Not not all of them are very good at that. Some of them will say they have a reader view and they only get you the content up to the first video and then that's it and you lose everything yeah. else. But having a really good version of kind of the reader view, which for people that don't know, it just strips out everything else and just gives you the text. That's the way I want to read a news. Yeah. I don't want to sit and have to click through like you know, next to see 20 different pages of the same article, mm-hmm. right? You just want to be able to see the text. Yeah. So, you know, when you're looking at these things, I think navigation is is important because it can be very frustrating. I really despise having some where I swipe back to the left to get back to the news list. But then others, if they do that, it goes to the next article and it just, it's not, it's a little quirky. So navigation has to be consistent and clean. I think being able to control subscriptions so you're not running into paywalls all the time. To me, having integration with other avenues to be able to expand, get the video, get all these things without making a lot of clicks. And then the reader view, those are, those are my big to do's, you know, you have to have those in order to, uh, to, to get me as a, a subscriber. So. Fair enough. All right. Anybody, any other closing thoughts on news apps, news services, anything? Everybody's you know, even good? if you're reading news from the echo chamber, it's good to be at least informed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even if it's, it's even if it's of one point of view, I mean, it's, it's yeah. That's well, a, that's the thing. I, 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 there was a period of time where I, I tried shutting off the news for a while to say, look, I'm going to see if I can kind of function in my society without always having to know what's going on around me and reading the news stories. And it was really tough. I, I, I think it's like you said, John, even if unfortunately some of the news sources can still be very slanted or opinionated, I still think it's more important to be in the know than not. And, uh, you're right about that for sure. So yep. Um, yep. you keep teaching those kids at your university about the importance <laughs> of journalism and uh, ethics I, when reporting the news. So, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah I think great. the main takeaway so, here, Alan, is everybody just needs to listen to brothers in tech and that's the only news source you really need. That's right? really, this really is really all about, you need, right? This think is, about how much happier and safer a world we'd have. This is great. If that was your only source of news. <laughs> 
this is a safe space. And, <laughs> it is a safe space. I feel really good uh, about yeah. it. So mm. that's great. All right. Well, fun. John, thank you for being a part of this conversation. I think, you know, your, 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 your background and what you, what you spend your days doing was just really helped add to the conversation. So, cause anytime we talk about news, I mean, we can get soaked up in the the tech side, but I think there's a lot of things we got to keep in mind about how this whole news industry is working these days. And I uh, appreciate your insight on that. That's Absolutely. Really cool. Well, and, and technology is driving all that new stuff too. I mean, that's really yeah. what it boils down to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I noticed again, there's so many new ways for people to get news at, at, through technology than we ever had before. So it's important to make some good decisions and, Make sure you know what you're getting and what you're reading and seeing. So, all right. Well, that is uh, today's Brothers in Tech. But, Brian, if somebody else has some thoughts about news services and news apps and they want to contact us or maybe give us a suggestion of another news service or app they've been using that might be a good alternative to consider, how should they get a hold of us for that? Yeah, well, you can either uh, tweet at us and and kind of give us the news before anybody else and uh, skew yeah. that your own Breaking way. news. Yeah. Um, or you can send us an email at info at themesh.tv. That's info at themesh.tv. Tell us, uh, tell us what topics you'd like us to get into or uh, uh, cool uh, news aggregators or curators that you think we ought to, we ought to check out. So info yeah. at themesh.tv. All right. Again, thank you, John Mims, for joining us again this week. We're really happy to have you here. And uh, um, we'll look forward to getting you back on sometime. I'd love to do it. It's a lot of fun. Conversations. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Thanks, John. Thanks a lot. Brian, thank you. Good seeing you as always. All right. And thank you, everybody. Tell the family I said hello, Alan. Same here. (laughs) Do the same. Actually, Don, tell your family we said hello. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do that, too. Hello. Hello's all the way around. (laughs) 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 We'll take care, guys. We'll see you all later. All right. Bye-bye. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.